Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Yudet. We will begin uh, on Daf Yudchet Amud Bet, um, right toward the bottom of the page. Tanu Rabbanan. Now, today's Daf is available. Anyone would like the Zuchut, please contact Mr. Victor Sabag. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan, En emanim leposlo. We are not believed to be posel the star, which means if witnesses who on a, on a loan document and they admit that it was theirs, they are not believed to knock it off. Divrei Rameir, the Brite says Rameir holds that you can't knock it off. The Chamim say they are. Now. They, they, we'll, we'll believe them if they say it's not true. We'll believe them. I understand the rabbis why we believe the witnesses. Because since the witnesses are the one who uh, who enabled the document in the first place, if it wasn't for the witnesses, we would never believe the document. Therefore, therefore, they could be the ones who say that that that, that, you, that it's pasul. El Rameir, my time, but why would Rameir not agree? I understand why we wouldn't believe them if the witnesses are claiming that we were gamblers and the reason why, and therefore, since they're saying we're gamblers, they wouldn't be believed, even though they're the ones who certified the star. Why is not? Because they're trying to say something that's very unbelievable. Because in general, a, a, a lender always wants to ensure that his loan comes back. So he's going to make sure that he gets kosher witnesses. And therefore, by them saying, by them saying that they were gamblers or something like that, that's pasul for witnesses, then they're going against an Anan Sahadi that a guy wouldn't do such a thing. And if they say they were Kitanim, if they claim that they were Kitanim, which means that they were kids at the time of the signing, Kirushalakish also doesn't make sense like Rishakish. Tamar Rishakish says, Rishakish says, Tap of you, Tenamunav. Chazaka, Enadim Chotmel, Ashtarim, Kinaseb Gadol. We know that witnesses don't sign on Ashtar unless it was done by Ezegadol. Why can't he be believed when they say that they were anus, that they were forced? There's nothing wrong with that. Why won't we believe them when they say, yes, it's true, but we're forced, we should believe the witnesses? How could Reb Meir and this Bryce say, no, why not? Amar of Chister, of Chister says, Kasa bar Meir, Reb Meir holds. Edim she'amru lahem chetmu sheker v'al targu, must be that the Machloikim between the mayor and the Rabbanan is that the Rabbanan hold that when witnesses are told to sign falsely otherwise we'll kill you they should give in but where a mayor holds don't sign it's Sheker, don't sign let them kill you and therefore that's why a mayor says that they're not believed in this case either, because they, because 
well, it's not so clear. Tosu doesn't want to claim. It's a very hard thing you, because, in general, you'd understand that. In general, you'd understand that. Uh, of course, you have to you sign. Don't get yourself killed just not to sign falsely. But Tosu is saying that, that that a person is allowed to do it, and therefore, since a person is allowed to, get, even though you don't have to get killed for, for anything besides avodazara, sleeping with another lady who's uh, asur to you, and uh, killing somebody. You don't have to, anything else you don't have to get yourself killed for. But a person's allowed to and often does. That's her. What? There's nothing else, no. Those are the three things. And killing somebody. What? There are three things a person has to, has to agree to get killed in order to avoid doing the sin. One is they tell you to do Avodah Zarah. Two, they tell you to sleep with someone else's wife. Three, they tell you or someone else's wife or a person's um, sister or something like that. Or the, the, the third one is they tell you to kill somebody. Kill an innocent person. Okay? So, says, Amalei Rava, if they would come to us to ask, I mean, who we would tell them? They would, we would tell them, go sign and don't get killed. Because we learned. The only three Yavirot that stand in front of getting killed are, uh, are idol worship, are immorality based one, based Isurim, and killing somebody. We're going to ask them after they sign. We're going to ask them why they signed. They're supposed to sign. So therefore, how could you tell me that a mayor says you're not believed? It doesn't make sense. We're looking for a reason why a mayor says we don't believe them. There's nothing wrong with them saying that they signed if they're unseen. Must be the reason why a mayor says we don't believe them. is like Rav Hunam Why? Who's Rav Hunam Oh, you don't know, Victor? No, don't worry. The Gemara is going to tell you. If a person admits in the Shtar that it's written, it does not need to be certified. Normally, when witnesses are signing on a document, we have to certify that this is indeed their signature. Right? However, if the borrower admits that he signed it, but he claims that he paid it, right? So let's give a case, right? Uh, I borrow $1,000 from Victor, let's say, or there's a star I borrowed $1,000 from Victor, and you come to claim money with a star, and I say, yes, that is my star, that I did sign, but I paid it already. So they... I, I'm claiming that I, I, who borrowed, claimed, yes, it's true, but I paid it already. Why Victor has it, if I paid it, is a question. I should, I should have ripped it up if I paid it. But I claim that's what happened. The halakha, now, you say, ha, well, I still have the star, that's it, I'm collecting the money. And I say, wait a second, why don't you go make sure that the witnesses are real? Go, go get the, find, find out if the, if the signatures are real. So Rav Huna Rav says, you don't have to, Victor doesn't have to check that the witnesses are real. You know why? Because Victor could say, Rabbi, you yourself admitted it was real. You just said you paid. We don't believe you about the paying. And since you, since you certified it, 
you self-certified it by saying it was real, and therefore, I'm collecting with it. And therefore, therefore, that's why they're saying, hold on, and that's why Rameir is saying that the witnesses are not believed to knock off the star. You know why? Because the witnesses on Victor's star do not, are not needed. Normally, you need the witnesses, and therefore you'll believe them when they say that they were forced. But here, we won't believe the witnesses when they say they're forced. You know why? Because since the rabbi admitted that the loan was, was existed, just he claims he paid it, therefore Victor doesn't need the witnesses, and therefore now that the witnesses come and they say, hey, we were forced, we don't believe you. Why? Because you weren't the ones who enabled this get. Rabbi Stevie enabled the get when he admitted that it was written. You got it? The only reason why I believe the witnesses is because we needed you in order to, since we couldn't have done the get without you, couldn't have done the document without you, therefore we'll believe you to say that you were forced. But now that we could do it without you, because Rabbi Stevie admitted it was written, therefore, I'll see you. We don't trust you anymore. You got it? And that's your mayor's reason. Are you with that? Oh, no. So the, the witness, we don't, we don't trust the witness? We, uh, again, the Rabbanan say that the witnesses are trusted. The, we trust the witnesses to say that uh, they were forced. That's according to Rabbanan. Rameir says we don't trust them. Why don't we trust the witnesses, according to Rameir? According to the answer is, since the Rabbi, Rabbi Stevie, who was the borrower, admitted that the star was a true star, star, star at one time, just that it got paid, right? So therefore, no longer does the lender, Victor, need to need the witnesses. Since the witnesses are no longer needed, their migu, that you should believe them, is now out the window. Why should we believe you guys? You with me? Okay. Gufa, we're going to talk about this very item. A person who admits in his star that it was written, and The person admits that the star was written, he doesn't need to mimic it. Doesn't need to certify it. That's a Hunamarav statement. Right? Why are you stealing credit for something? Right, this is really a law, like Rameir. That's what Rameir just said. Why would Rav Huna Marav, we just said that the reason of Rameir is like Rav Huna Marav. But now we're asking in the flip side. Rameir is a Tana who lived 300 years before Rav Huna Marav. And if so, why would Rav just claim, why would Rav Huna claim this law as if it's his own law? After all, Rameir was saying that when he said that they're not believed. Because he's talking about that great case. So why are you claiming credit? Why don't you say What, you don't agree? You don't agree with this law? Why are you saying, if you agree like Rameir? Everyone agrees like Rameir. So he told him, When they come in front of me for judgment, I'll tell them, even though 
even though the love admitted that it was his, he could claim that it's not, even though he admitted that it was a true document, he could claim that it was, it was paid, right? And therefore he holds like the Chachamim. I don't agree with Rumeir. I hold it needs to be Mikhaim. I don't agree with Bodeh Hashem. Okay. Okay, this is a brand new st- thing where the witnesses, last time the witnesses were saying they were Pasul. Now, the, 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 the Gemara is talking about a case where somebody's claiming that the document was truly written. Okay, the document says that Rabbi Stevie owes Victor $1,000. Someone is claiming even though the document was written by Rabbi Stevie and was signed by witnesses and was given by, to Victor, but Victor never gave Rabbi Stevie the thousand. Rabbi Stevie signed it in case I, I need to borrow it, I'll call you. In the meantime, here's the document. Because he trusted Victor. And that this document is a shtar amana, a trust document. So Rav Huna Rav says, that if, a, if a person claims that a particular document is a trust document, he's not believed. So the Gemara is asking, who's Rav Hunarav talking about? Man, who is talking? If we're talking about a case where the borrower is the one who's claiming, Rabbi Stevie is claiming, oh, that, what, that, that document that Victor's holding, it was a trust document, I never really used it. Pshita. Of course, the Rabbi Stevie is not believed. Call Kamina. If you believe the borrower in a case like this, then every single promissory note in the world is garbage. Let the guy, the, the lover, can just say, "Oh, it was, a, it was a trust document. It wasn't a real document." It can't be. Of course, of course, you can't be telling me that Rabbi Stevie is not believed. Of course, he's not believed, right? No. The e. What? A trust document is just. A trust document means that, let's say, I want to be able to borrow $1,000 from you on the fly. I tell, I tell you, listen, I'm going to Israel, I might need $1,000. You say, okay, no, Rabbi, I'll, I'll quick pay it to you. But I, I need a document. I say, okay, you know what? Here's a document already signed with witnesses that I owe you $1,000. If I need the money, I'll call you, you, you quick pay it to me. Okay, so I give you the document. Now, I claim, when you come to claim money, I say, oh, that was just a trust document. It was never used. So the Gemara says, wait a second. If, so the Gemara says that, that if a person says it's a trust document, you're not believed. So we're trying to clarify who's the one who says it's a trust document. If it's the borrower who says it's a trust document, of course we can't believe the borrower. How can you believe the borrower about something like this? Then every borrower will just say that the, document, the signed witnesses' documents are just trust documents. And if they believed, then no one will ever get paid back. Can't be the, you can't be coming telling me that, that. That's obvious. I said, well, so what are you talking about? Maybe it's talking about that Victor is the one who admits. If Victor comes and says, oh, this document I'm holding is trust document, then you should get a baracha for admitting the truth. Of course we'll leave you. So it can't be talking about that case either. Ela de Kamri must be the cases that it's the witnesses who are saying it's a trust document. Okay. I don't remember the details. I'm ready to pay. You don't remember the details. You're ready to collect. And the witness says, no, 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 it's a trust document. And that's the case. 
where they wouldn't be believed, well then what's the, what's the details? If the witness's signature is known without them admitting it, which means we have their signatures on other documents and we don't need them to verify this is their signature, then she did love Of course we're not going to believe them. Why should we believe them? They have no migu. If they don't have their, 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 um, if we don't have their signature anywhere else, why don't we believe them? Okay, we're going to have a few different ways how to get out of this question. Again, the statement was, that we're trying to understand is, a statement of Rav, an Amora. And he says, that if someone says this is a trust document, he's not believed. We, we, again, that's, what we, we're, that's the mystery statement. Who are you talking about? We're going to have a, a Rava, a buyer of Ashi, all these rabbis trying to answer the question. Simon Bash. Rava says, I'm a Rava, all of them come out Really, the cases that Rabbi Stevie, the borrower, is the one who's claiming it's a trust document. And I don't want to pay because it's a trust document. Why would you believe? Kid Rav Huna. Like Rav Huna. Dam Rav Huna, Rav, we're talking about a case over here where since I admitted that the document was true, you don't need witnesses to be verified. So therefore, since I'm the one who verified the document by my very admitting that the document was, was written by me. I verified the documents. The borrower, the borrower. The borrower is the one, since Rabbi Stevie, the borrower can say, I'm the one who made this star good. Believe me that it's a trust document, because without me you wouldn't know that the document was good. So you might say, well, believe Rabbi Stevie. After all, without him, we wouldn't have known the document's good. He's the one who made it good. Still, trust documents are such a rare thing that we won't believe Rabbi Stevie in such a thing. Nice, it's nice that you did it, but we, we, we don't believe about trust documents. According to Rava, that was the meaning of the statement of Rehuda Marav. It meant that don't believe Rabbi Stevie, even if he's the only reason why you, believe, why you, why you know the document's true, still don't believe him. That's Rava's explanation. You got it? Don't believe the borrower, even though the borrower himself is the one who certified the witnesses by saying it's a true document. It's true, but a trust. Still, we don't. We believe you about the true, but not that it's a trust. That's Rava's way of understanding. Really, the case is that the lender, Victor, is the one who's claiming it was a trust document. So what's the chidush? Why, why wouldn't we believe Victor? You know why we don't believe Victor? Because we're talking about a particular case whereby Victor admitting that it's a trust document, he's going to ruin the other guy. How does Victor ruin somebody else? Because Kid Rav Natan, like the rule of Rav Natan, Rav Natan says, it's called Shibuda de Rav Natan. What happens if Victor lent, sorry, if Shimshon lent Victor $1,000 and Victor lent me $1,000? So 
let's say Shimshin tries to collect from Victor, and Victor doesn't have money, right? So the is that Shimshin could go to me and say, you owe Victor money, Victor owes me money, give me the money that you owe Victor. That's according to Rav Natan that works. So now, according to Rav Natan who says that Shimshin could collect direct from the rabbi, so then, it let's say Shimshin is about to go collect from the rabbi the thousand dollars that he couldn't get out of Victor, right? And then Victor says, oh, I'm the lender of that document, right? You believe me, right? Guess what? That was a trust document. I never lent the rabbi the money. By him saying that, he's messing up Shimshin. Because Shimshin, I was about to get his money back finally, and he's messing him up. Since Victor's statement messes up Shimshin, we don't believe him. That's a biased way of understanding. Really, we're talking about, we don't believe Victor about the trust document. Why not? Because since by Victor admitting that it's a trust document, he's messing up Shimshin, therefore he's not believed. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Uh... Normally, we would believe you about a trust document because you're the one, what do you mean? You're the one who owns the document. But over here, since you're admitting that it's a trust document, will cause that Shimshin, who couldn't get money from you, is now not going to get money from me either because I never borrowed money either. You're not believed. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Good. Really, the case is that the witnesses are the ones who are saying it. We're talking about a case where the witnesses are the ones who are saying that it's a trust document. Why? And we don't believe them, even though we can't verify the signatures without their testimony. So why don't we believe them? This that you said, so you said, why don't we believe them? If these witnesses are the only way we know that their signatures are true, so then we should trust them. We should follow Peshe Asar, Peshe Yetir. Without these witnesses, we have no, no idea that it's true. We should believe them. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we don't do it like Ravkana. Who's Ravkana? Oh, let me let you know. Because when the witnesses say such a thing, they're saying that the that Victor did a sin. Why? Because a person is not allowed to leave in your house a, a, a trust document. A person shouldn't leave a trust document in his house. Even if Victor is not intending to use it in a, in a false way, he's not intending to collect money from the rabbi that he, that he never lent him, still don't leave such a document in your house. It's dangerous. Because you have to worry, maybe the guy will die. Right? A person doesn't know how long he's going to be in this world. What, what happens if the, the, the lender... Something happens to him, and, or he doesn't remember anymore. And the, his kids come to his house, and they see, oh, here's a document. Rabbi, where's your money? Right? So Rabbi Shishat says, 
Braidum Idi, Shmami named of Kana, we see from Kana, Edim Shamu Amana, Ayudavanu, witnesses who say that a star was a trust document, and I'm not believe my time, came with the Avlahu, Avlah Lochatmi, since it's a sin to have it in your house, why would you sign? And therefore, we don't trust the witnesses when they say that this document was a trust document, because we're believing them against themselves, that you guys are, are, are Rishayim for signing a, doc, a trust document. And therefore, that's according to Rav Ashi, that's the reason why we don't believe the witnesses. So there's three different opinions. According to Rav, it was the borrower who's claiming the trust document, and he's not believed because uh, according to Abaya, it's the lender, and according to Abashi, it's the witnesses. Okay. You with us? Another similar law that a person is not allowed to leave a paid document in his house. So let's say I borrow $1,000 from Victor. And then I see him in shul. I say, oh, here's the thousand dollars. He says, oh, I have to give you the document now. I say, no, no, you'll rip it up soon. And you come home, you see the document there. And you say, you know what, I'll leave, I'll rip it up tomorrow. You know, you're not allowed to leave in your house even one day. You have to rip it up right away. Why? No, you, can't, you can't leave it in your own house. You, the lender, cannot leave that document that's already paid in your house. Because someone could find it in your house and think that it wasn't paid. So therefore, as soon as you see it, rip it up right away. In the West, in Israel, in the name of Rab, they said, If you have a sin in your hand, move it away from you. This is talking about a star amana, a trust document, which is a dangerous thing, of course, like we said before. Or, a star pasim is a, a, a case where you ask a close friend of yours who, who you trust, let's say I want to look rich, right? So I, I have Victor write a, a document that he owes me a million dollars. This way people see that document, even though you don't really. They'll see the document and they'll think that I'm rich, Right? You can't leave a document like that in my house because people might think it's true and then they might think that you actually owe me the million dollars. Okay? Why? Because it says, Also, don't keep a sin in your house. That's a paid document. Okay? So there's three documents. Trust documents. Trust documents is when the lover gives it in case he wants to use it. Pasim is a fake document which is meant to fake out somebody that you're rich. And, and, and parua is one that's already paid. It was true, but it was paid. The one who says he can't leave a paid document in your house, certainly don't leave a fake one, like a shtar amana in your house. The one who says he can't have a, a trust document in your house, then you're allowed to have a shtar parua. Apishti de Safra. Sometimes the, it's okay to leave the document in your house. Why? Because sometimes the even though I paid the thousand dollars, the 
the bar, the lender might want me to pay back the fees involved. There's usually there's a sofer fee, right? A five dollar sofer fee. So it could be I'm holding the document. I guess you pay me back the thousand. But I need a thousand five. Because you're supposed to pay the, the sofer fee. So I could hold the document sometimes just to get that extra five dollars, and therefore it's not a sur. According to the one who says that it's only talking about a, 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 star, a, a trust document you can't have in your house. But a star put it's okay to leave in your house, but sometimes you want to collect this five dollar sofer fee. Okay? Got it. Itma, we learned. Sefer if you have a sefer Torah. Which has a lot of mistakes. You can leave it up to your house up to 30 days. Also, leaving that in your house, people are not going to know that it's, that, it's, that it's no good. They might use it. Therefore, you have to fix it before 30 days. Another case witnesses who say that we had a trust document, they're not believing in if they claim that they're writing and their money, they're not believed. Which means, let's say the witnesses are claiming, yes, we signed on the transaction, but before the transaction, the owner, we also signed that this that this sale was forced they still not believed that's according to Rab Nachman so we don't believe witnesses when they claim that the thing was forced good now more by Rashi they're not believed to say it's a trust document, like we said before. But if they claim that they signed before this that it was forced, they believe. My time, huh? You're allowed to sign on a document to get if people are threatening you. But you can't sign the Shtarim or not. A trust document is never allowed to be written. But sometimes a person can be being forced to do something, and therefore you're allowed to write a shtar moda'a to tell you that it was forced. So the machloker of Nachman, more barabashi, whether a person believed, because it could be it's allowed. So Rava asked of Nachman the following question. Let's say we have a document that says that Victor is selling his house to the rabbi. And the witnesses on the document say, yes, it's true, Victor sold the house to the rabbi, but that's only on condition that he doesn't come to class. But if Victor comes to class every day, that he gets to keep the house. Now, it doesn't say that in the document. But the witnesses are claiming that that was the condition. Do we believe the witnesses? No. Now I come and I say, hey, no, this is a regular sale. And the witness say, no, no, it was a regular sale, but there's a condition that if Victor comes every day, he gets the house back. But it's not written. 
It's not written. Would we, but, but the witnesses are saying it. Do we believe them? No. So the Gemara says, do we say, when the witnesses are claiming that they were forced, or the witnesses are claiming that it was a trust document, we don't believe them there. You know why? This is the reason. Because they're uprooting the document. They're making that the document, is, the document looks real, and they're making it fake. The Hainami here too, when they say that there's a condition that a victim can get out of it by coming to class, then they are uprooting the document. Or maybe we'll say, maybe we'll say here they're not uprooting the document, they're just making an extra condition. And therefore, since it's an extra condition, maybe we would believe them. In other words, maybe you don't compare a condition to saying that it's, that it's a trust document. When you're saying it's a trust document, you're saying there was no loan. When you say the condition, you're saying there was a loan, but there was a condition. So maybe it's not the same. You with me or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So he told him, when they would, if they would come in front of me for judging this case, I would, I would, tell, the, I would tell the buyers, go, get me, a wit, get me a star about your condition, and then you can bring it to, to, yeah. to judgment. When you bring a star, then I'll believe you. I don't believe you without a star. Okay? Now, says the Gemara, new case. Ed Omer Tanai. Ve Ed Omer Eno Tanai. If one witness is, says there was a condition, that, that there was a condition on the document that Victor had to come to, to shul, and the other says, one says there's no condition. And this guy who's... These guys both say that it was a true star. And this, that one guy says there was a knai, is only one guy. And you can't believe one against two. Now, even though there's only, there's only two witnesses here, but they both admitted, both witnesses admitted that the star was written. That part is both of them. One guy says there was a tonight. And therefore, you can't believe one against two. And therefore, we don't believe him. Yomar doesn't like that. Matkevavuna, who made him sure, but I'm sure he asked the question. If so, afilu travayu nami. Even if they both said that there was a Tanai, they shouldn't be believed. Why? Because since they, they testify that it's their signature, they they the tie, and when they say this, they, they when they when, when they were mekayim the star, and now that they're saying, right, that there's a condition, they're up to, they're undoing it, and we have a rule that once witnesses come, they can't retract the testimony. So why would we believe? Because these guys are coming. In the same second when they're saying that it's a 
it's a good document. They're also saying there's a condition. Even if there's one, he's coming to say it. And therefore, the same way you'll believe two, you should believe one. That if one guy says no, he is believed. That's the halacha. Okay, we're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.